Hello everyone and welcome back. The holy days are upon us. September and October are festivals of the Lord. We're going to discuss the importance of the commanded festivals for September and October. We will discuss Passover prior to the Passover celebration next year. I have included a song called The Sound of the Shofar about the trumpet sounding and the return of the Messiah and also the sound of a shofar. The links to the songs in YouTube is in the transcription. Please listen to both of them all the way through. In the songs, you will hear a couple of words you may not be familiar with. Rosh Chodesh, meaning head of the month. Elul is the name of the month. Moshiach is Messiah. Hashem means the one or the name, God. The Aaronic Benediction. Yevarecha Adonai Vayishmarecha Yair Adonai Panavayalecha Vihunaka Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai turn his face toward you and grant you shalom. Numbers 6, 24 through 26. Suggested reading for this fast, Deuteronomy 32, to see God's glory and wrath at disobedience. Psalm 19, God's glory and first and second Peter to see God's glory, comfort, and strength. Before I begin, I wanted to thank Dr. Robert D. Heidler on his words regarding the celebrations of Adonai, their importance and their meaning. The book was The Messianic Church Arising, Restoring the Church to Our Covenant Roots. Be on the listen for the sound of the last trumpet. Be ready, for he is coming at the sound of the last trumpet. The shofar is mentioned over 100 times in the Bible, God speaks of it often. It heralds the King, the Messiah. It has so much meaning that we have all forgotten. Let it stir your heart. In September and October, it is also a month filled with High Holy Days. Our Messiah was Jewish, and we are the grafted branch that has been grafted onto the Jewish tree and its roots. These days should be a reminder of the Messiah's coming back for us. The sound of the trumpet heralds the coming of the King, the Messiah. The shofar announces and proclaims the king. 1 Thessalonians 4:16-17. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a rousing cry, with a call from one of the ruling angels, and with God's shofar. Those who died, united with the Messiah, will be the first to rise. Then we who are left, still alive, will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we will always be with the Lord. God blows his shofar, his trumpet, from heaven as Jesus the Messiah returns to the world manifesting the glory of God. At the sounding of the shofar each year on Yom Teruah, Rosh Hashanah, the Feast of Trumpets, all the same feast, we, re we remember that the Messiah, Yeshua, is returning soon. The blowing of the shofar announces God's presence. September 25th at sundown and ending sunset to September 27th, 2022, sorry about that, is the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Teruah Rosh Hashanah, a time of reflection and a time to return to God and get back on the path. October 4th at sundown and ending at sunset on October 5th, 2022 is Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year, the Day of Atonement. October 9th at sundown and ending at sunset on the 16th, 2022 is Sukkot, also known as the Feast of Tabernacles, a time of joy and happiness, a celebration of God's bounty and his salvation. 
Deuteronomy 16.14 regarding Sukkot. Rejoice at your festival, you, your sons and your daughters, your male and female slaves, the Levium, the foreigners, the orphans and the widows living among you. God gave commandments for certain festivals throughout the year. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that Yeshua came and abolished the Torah and abolished the instructions of the commandments of God and the feasts. Nowhere. Matthew 5, 17 through 20. Don't think that I have come to abolish the Torah or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to complete, to fulfill. Yes, indeed. I tell you that until heaven and earth pass away, not so much as a yod or a stroke will pass from the Torah, the Lord's instruction, not until everything that must happen has happened. A yod or a stroke? In other words, not one word will pass away until heaven and earth pass away. The Lord commands us to celebrate his feasts. Only man has decided that they are no longer necessary. Matthew 5, 19. So whoever disobeys the least of these mitzvah and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys them and so teaches will be called the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness is far greater than that of the Torah teachers and the Prashim, the Pharisees, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. When the apostles started teaching, what do you think they taught? They taught the Torah and the Old Testament, just as Yeshua referred to the Old Testament in his teachings. They did not have the New Testament. They were the New Testament, the Brit Hadashah, the New Covenant. They taught the words of Yeshua and the Torah. And the Bible tells us they taught in the synagogue, Acts 9.20. And straight away he preached of the Messiah in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God, Luke 4.16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and, as was his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Acts 17, 2-3 Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and demonstrating that the Messiah had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, Yeshua, whom I preach to you, is the Messiah the feasts. This is a time of reflection where as you gather with your family and friends for meals and worship and grow closer to God, it's a time for looking forward to a new year with anticipation and reflecting on the past year to improve ourselves for the next. The blowing of the trumpet of the shofar has meaning, turn and return. The sound should awaken your spirit and turn you around, returning to God from whatever you should not be doing. It is also a reminder of the Messiah and the trumpet that will sound upon his return in the rapture, a time the Messiah returned for his bride. So awaken spirit and turn to God. This is a wake-up call. A wake-up call comes before a revival. The blowing of the shofar is a wake-up call, telling you to turn from your old ways and return to God. Numbers 29.1 And in the seventh month on the first day of the month, ye shall have a holy convocation, Ye shall do no servile work. It is a day of blowing the trumpets unto you. Revelation 19.9 Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. He's preparing us to celebrate. Then comes the ten days of awe, days for seeking the Lord. The ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are significant days known as the ten days of awe. 
or the 10 days of repentance. During this time, further introspection takes place. Other positive ways to use this time for spiritual enrichment is to pray, perform charitable deeds, acts of loving kindness, seek forgiveness, forgive those you may not have forgiven, and reconcile with others. God wants us to draw near to Him. It is the time for His glory and blessings to be poured out. Repent and be restored. Don't let anything hinder you from your fellowship with God, Yahweh, our Abba Father. We need to look into ourselves and remove anything that would hinder us and remove our sin that so easily entangles us and removes us from our relationship with God. Run with tenacity and endurance for a race that is marked for us. Yom Kippur, our day of repentance as the Messiah was our atonement. Psalm 139, 23-24 Examine me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is in me any hurtful way, and lead me along the eternal way. In this prayer from King David, he asks the Lord to show him where he may be sinning and not even know about it. He's requesting that he be removed or moved away from the actions or thoughts or desires, any kind of sin that would lead him away from God. We all want that. We want to be walking upright and in a pleasant manner before the Lord. So turn around. Yeshua is telling us to turn around. Come back to him. He has given us salvation. Stop what you are doing. Come back. Turn and return. Isaiah 44:22. Like a thick cloud, I wipe away your offenses. Like a cloud, your sins come back to me, for I have redeemed you. 1 Corinthians 15:52. It will take but a moment, the blink of an eye, at the final shofar, for the shofar will sound and the dead will be raised to live forever, and we too will be changed. Once he returns, there will be a wedding feast of celebration, represented by the Feast of Sukkot. This year, the year 2022, the Sukkot feast will be held from October 9th through the 16th. Try to imagine the first couple hundred years after the death and resurrection of the Messiah, when the Jewish believer and the Gentile believer worshipped and praised together. We would be amazed and astonished at what our eyes would see, just as they would if they saw us today. Separated. There were no steeples, no stained glass windows, no pulpit as we are accustomed to seeing. No one wore a coat and a tie or a fancy dress. Those things did not happen for almost a thousand years. There would be a lot of singing and dancing and praising the Lord. Everyone filled with the joy of the Lord. Then a teacher like Paul would come and speak to the people about the Jewish Bible, the Jewish Messiah, and the God of Israel. Then more praising the Lord with multiple miracles. <laughs> Imagine! Now remember, the Gentiles back then were pagans. It was not like today where the Jews and the Gentiles that are Christians. No, the Gentiles were pagans. They did unspeakable acts against God. They sacrificed their children. They did unholy sexual acts. They believed in many gods, not one God. Jews and Gentiles together to celebrate the Messiah was a most unbelievable sight. Not what you see today. Not how you think about a service today. Most are somber and don't get out of their seats to sing and praise and dance. We have lost a lot in our civilized land. And we need to find the joy and stand up and praise him with song and words of worship. It doesn't matter what you wear or how you look 
or how good your singing voice is in the choir, because it's not about you. It's supposed to be about God, about the Father who sent his Son to die for us, the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach. My great-grandparents went to church once. They were poor and had rags for clothes. They were made fun of at church, and they never went back. They died, and I do not know if they were ever saved. I do know that the people who called themselves Christians at that church will have to answer to God about their behavior, putting worldly things above the Lord, their spitefulness and ego, turning people who could have loved the Lord away from Him. It's not about you. It's about God. It's about the Messiah. Do you hear the sound of the trumpet? Turn around. Come back to God. Return. Stop the things that hinder you. Let your soul catch fire. Sing and praise. We want a revival. Have you looked at the world around you? We can see that it has gone crazy. What is right is now is wrong, and what is wrong is now celebrated. It is upside down. There is nowhere to go to escape. Just our strength in knowing the Lord sees and hears our prayers and our cries. Whatever country you're in right now, imagine a revival. People coming to the Lord from all walks of life, turning their lives around, leaving behind the hate and sin for the love of the Savior. All the while, you are a shining light, a beacon of what the Lord can do because you have been forgiven. People see your joy, a joy that you cannot contain. Why? Because He forgives, He blesses, He loves. It shows in our actions, no matter what we have done in our past, if we just turn around call out his name and repent of our sins. Turn around. Return to God. People will see it on you. People see joy. They take notice. They want that joy, and they want to share in it too. The Lord's feasts are for the Lord, a way for you to remember and celebrate his glory. He is all-powerful, omnipotent. The feasts are to remind you of his love for you and what lengths he would go to for you. What do you do during the entire year that focuses your energy on God for an entire week? Most likely nothing. We all say we love the Lord, but we falter so often. We get down, and we forget all that He has done for us. We forget to honor Him. We are to use the commanded feast to do just that. Remember who He is, what He can do, and what He has done for you. This is a time for you to turn around and remember what it is you wanted in the beginning of your walk with God. Look inside yourself. Repent. Yes, we ask for forgiveness, and it is given to us. And yes, it is that simple. However, repentance requires you to look inside yourself and make a change, as not to continue making the same mistakes. When we ask for forgiveness, many times we fall right back into the hole we were trying to get out of. Repentance makes you look a little harder at yourself, to face your faults, and to make a change And that is what the Feast of the Lord are about, a change in direction for your life, a change in love for all of those around you, and a renewed love for God, a change in honor, and how you honor Him moving forward. Malachi 1.6 A son honors his father, and a servant his master. But if I'm a father, where is the honor due me? And if I'm a master, where is the respect due me? So open your eyes to God's goodness, and all the blessings He has given you. Keep in your heart and mind the Lord's miracles, His grace for His long-suffering patience for us. God is good, and He wants us to remember that. It's not about us. It's about the Messiah. We would not be here if not for the Messiah. For goodness sake, 
Just picking up firewood on the Sabbath could have gotten you dead. Have you done worse than that? Worse than collecting firewood on the Sabbath? If not for the Messiah, I would already have been taken outside the city and stoned to death. I am full of sin. If you have been forgiven, then smile and laugh and know how blessed we are to have the Messiah. To honor and respect the Father and His Son, our Messiah, I will celebrate the feast of the Lord as He is commanded, and remember how great and just and forgiving He is. I will repent and make a change. I will look inside myself for change, change that would make God proud, and turn to me and smile and say, I know your name. Matthew eighteen twenty. For wherever two or three are assembled in my name, I am there with them. Matthew five fourteen. You are light for the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Ezekiel thirty six twenty six. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit inside you. I will take the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Ephesians five eight. For you used to be darkness, but now, united with the Lord, you are light. Live like children of light. We here are a group of more than three. We are the light. We are to let others see him in us. We must continue to pray that hearts of the people be changed before it is too late. Psalm 139, 23-24 Examine me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is in me any hurtful way, and lead me along the eternal way. Be mindful of one another as we only have each other, especially as this world goes backwards before our eyes. And what is right is now wrong, what is wrong is now celebrated. We must lean on each other. Do not pick on each other. Do not pick each other apart. Do not gossip about one another. We must stand together. Remember who the enemy, the adversary, really is. Do not let the adversary put a wage between you and your brother or sister. That is allowing the adversary to win and too many will fall away. Don't let yourself be one of them. Look inside yourself. Turn around and make a change. Let your soul be stirred. Be ready and listen for the sound of the shofar.